bit of value for money for people. I can't hear myself. Why That's is that? Because I oh, haven't turned you, you turned on. Me down. Shit. I've turned you on now, Steve. They've turned me on, so to speak. What about just quietly? Did you see that tweet from earlier? No. Um, let me bring it up. It's a solid tweet uh, from uh, our good friend. Uh, uh, Gary? Robert, Rob, right, Rob Rigby. Ah. Wow, that podcast took a sharp left turn at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no one's asked me for the joke either. The joke's a cracker, but no one's oh, asked me. The Greg, my Greg Norman joke. Yeah. You know what? You haven't told me either yet. Would you want to tell you now? Can I tell you now, and you you judge whether it's worthy, okay? That requires editing, then. Okay, well... All right, go. All right, well, the, uh, the joke was, why did why do women love Greg Norman? I think I'm going to need to edit it. Go on. Because he's on top for four days and comes second. <laughs> is that still worth... Is that worth keeping in? I'm, I'm keeping it in. Keep it in. And, and, and it look, in. I'll make no, it very I haven't used clear. any explicit language. No. Oh. Apologies if we offended anyone. You could you could have told that joke, I think, on TV and got away with it. I think so. Okay. So if we've offended you, we apologise. That was my joke. And if you're a fan of Greg Norman during the 90s when he was red hot and... Choker. Yeah. yeah. He choked for Australia. In fact, he did, basically. He still was the number one golfer for quite a while. But yeah, but... Yeah, but it's just like only, won the, only like won the British Open. And, yeah. you know, it's like Leighton Hewitt and... Oh, Leighton Hewitt was the the one that at the same time it was like he he did get to number one. He, he did was win, early two thousand. He yeah, did, did win some. He some won Wimbledon majors, and he won right? the US Open. Yeah, but geez, he choked a lot. Well, you know you can't win every. Or was it Pat Rafter? I'm thinking no, about Pat Rafter lost. He won Wimbledon. I think lost Wimbledon as well. I'm thinking about yeah. like I think two thousand one ish because I was sports editor back then. Pat Rafter I think lost to Goran Ivanisevic. I think Pat Rafter won one and lost one. Yeah. But uh, Greg Norman, though, just getting back to him, has lost every major in a playoff. So that, that's uh, it's, it's a fair not, record. He's unlucky. It's the Grand he's Slam. Unlucky, is no, what I'm mate, saying. he's just not very good. Well, I remember he lost one major. <laughs> no, he's a genius. One major he lost when a bloke chipped in off the green and just like a miracle shot beat him. Like, was unbelievable. Anyway, that was my joke. You decide if you're offended or not. If you're offended, keep it to yourself. If you like it, let me know. <laughs> If you're offended, tell me. If you're not, tell him. That's the way to go. And feel free to use it. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. And we are here thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden sponsoring the show. Thanks to LG, Hisense, Samsung, Samsung, Uber, Swan, Dell, (laughs) Intel... My it's on God. the bottom of the website. Oh, God. <laughs> Just the list of sponsors or list of supporters is the length uh, of your story. Look, you can't put on coverage exactly like EFTM right. puts on. Oh, we, you, you can't got, provide you got a sa- toasted cheese sandwiches oh, without was, very good support. I was looking for the tip jar. I thought that was great service. I walked in. There was a toasted sandwich, ham, cheese, tomato, toasted sandwich waiting for me. Clipsy's Kitchen. Unreal. One of the best parts about the North Hall of the uh, CS Convention Centre. So we are a couple of things before we get straight into kind of press day because it's it's the show's open now. There's people on the floor, but I want to give you a couple of observations. Um, you know, we're, we're inside the North Hall here, and, and I'm here every year, and there's some gaps, mate. Yeah. Like on Saturday when I walked in, you're thinking, "Geez, they've got a long way to go before they build their stand." There are one, two, three, four. I've seen five or six in this hall, empty spaces. So behind who? LG over there, uh. there's a whole lounge area, just oh. lounges and sofas and stuff. Right. Like who's not here? Yeah, exactly. I, it seems to me that a lot of the car companies aren't here. No, they're all, there's they're a lot here. The okay. Yeah, there's there are Audi, Mercedes, Hyundai, Fiat, Chrysler, Ford, so Nissan. So a lot of the car related companies might yeah, be here. Yeah, like some people have moved, but 
So what I'm wondering is, I'm wondering, there's a couple of things happening here. There's a big new convention centre, uh, yeah. which is called LVCC Central West, It'll be being built across eh? the road, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So you walk across Great. here, more, over there. More places to walk. <laughs> but but <coughs> what's going to happen there is a lot of stuff's going to come from the Venetian or wherever. Like, ah, what yeah. I would do if I was him, I'd make that Eureka Park. Like, I'd make that yeah. where the startups are. They'd yeah. get so much more which attention. Which is at the Venetian, yeah. But my question is, you know, if next year, if there's empty space here, then people got to come from the Venetian or the Aria. There's other hotels in the area that are hosting CES but, but exhibitions. Isn't that, isn't that though their choice? Like a lot of exhibitors, it's cheaper to get a suite for the week than a No, I'm talking a about stand. convention show floor. Ah, right. So, for example, in, at the Aria, on their convention centre, there's uh, right. a sports area. Okay. Yeah? So, ah, okay. does sports move so over there and just something else pushing in? Well, look at all the room here. Why can't they have done it here? Yeah, so I don't there's know. already room here. I honestly don't know. Whether this whether this is a down tick, whether there's whether well, there's been a downturn. Have you been? That's all I'm saying. So we're going to talk about LG, Samsung, and Hisense yeah. in a minute. But have you been to their booths? Have you seen them yet? I haven't been inside do LG you, and Samsung think, yet. No. I've been inside LG. Hisense looks the same as always. Intel's missing. Intel are not Intel, opposite Hisense. Yeah. They've gone with they've gone with a mobile uh, an, an autonomous car thing here in the North Hall, yep. and they're hosting things off site. Right. Because I've just noticed. I don't know whether it's my imagination, but I think. The LG uh, booth, while really nice, is slightly smaller. Right. And I know for a fact that the Samsung booth is slightly smaller. Right. Because you, you look at it right, there's not as much product to fit in. And we'll talk about that in a minute because it's more about a story they're telling. Yeah. So remember years ago when there was just years row ago they just show TV, every TV. Every TV in the range was there. It was like walking into Harvey Norman. And it? we know full well, um, we talked about this after Korea, um, Samsung. Samsung invited the two blokes to Korea yep. to show them what they had coming for CES 2020. It was awesome. We, I knew beforehand how exciting it was going to be, what it was, and how to kind of define the story. But they also took retailers. Not not yeah. when we were there, but the week before, before or the week no, after. Well before us. Yeah. They take retailers and they yeah. do, the, do the same thing. Show them everything. Yeah. Because why not wine and dine them and treat them well and, and understand what they want from the products yeah. rather than just putting them on a show? Yeah, exactly. Very right. interesting. Exactly. I ran into a bloke. Uh, we were walking through the South Hall and I... I have this sense of sorrow for people that have bought this space, like a mm. small space, like a three-by-three three space, and they've got a Bunnings trestle table and a couple of pull-up <laughs> banners from Officeworks, essentially, right? Yeah. And I went up to one, like, he had, he had headphones and stuff. I said, oh, these are your own product? He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, where are you from? He goes, here in, in Nevada. I went, awesome. I said, do you make them, obviously, in China? He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, what's good about them? He goes, oh, this one's bendable, and this one's their good quality audio. And I went, Wait, why are you here? And he said, like, what do you mean? I said, are you looking for someone to distribute your product? He goes, we're looking for the people that run those little mobile kiosks. So think about Westfield Shopping Centres with yeah, those, yeah, those yeah, little right. mobile kiosks. Yep. Will they there's, repair your phone or something like that? Yeah, and, and sell cases and stuff. Yeah. There's people walking around here who, not that own those kiosks, that, but that sell to those they're kiosks. Bu- they're buyers. For so them. they're going, well, if we bought 10,000 of those headphones, we've got 500 stores across the world. Yep. We could sell 20 of them to each. And, you know, so they're the deals that are being done. Yeah. A lot of people don't realise that. There is, there is a lot of uh, retailers here. And a lot of lot of meetings that they're having. What what Sam, who Samsung and LG and Hisense call customers? Uh, we're talking. That's JB Harvey Norman, yep. the good guys. That's their customers. Yeah. Who we refer to as customers are our listeners. Yes. They're the customers. But to Samsung and Hisense and these other companies, their customers are. I'm doing yep. inverted air quotes here. Are the the retailers. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's well let's go through the big guys. So press day yesterday. 
Samsung, absent because they had their own press event the night before. That's correct. Uh, which looked as big as a normal press conference. So I think they've really just decided to shift that. It's official. Yep. Um, but let's start with LG. Uh, you were at LG. Well, yes. What, what, what LG, are your big takeouts? Well, the big takeout is that they have really pressed their OLED leadership even further. That's that's their that's the differentiator for for LG. Is they're, they're not OLED. holding back. They're they're going hard and. Uh, other companies that who have OLED screens, we should remind people, is that screen is an LG panel. So LG make OLED not only for LG, but also for Sony, for Panasonic. Any other company running OLED is an LG display. And what they've done this year is they've obviously expanded the range, 4K, 8K. They've also got the new Alpha 9 Generation 3 chip now. Right. Which does a lot Isn't it of. Interesting, uh, they don't. They're not like an Apple kind of uh, A9X, uh, A11, A9. Yeah. Like, they're not going up the numbers. They're just adding generations. Adding generations. That's right. Uh, and what what that's doing is upgrading the performance. Like, there's a lot of AI powered features like real time enhancing of faces and voices. And there's a game mode, a film mode, a, a, a sports mode. So it can it, it's got auto genre recognition. It can recognise what you're watching mm. uh, and upscale and and improve it. It can also there's also a new Obviously, the, with OLED is the flexibility of design. Now, you remember the wallpaper TV? Yeah. That's still there. Which which was such such a great thing at the time because it was this... Oh, yeah. It was standout. But, yeah. what, but what LG was saying, though, was that some customers were complaining that they had to have a separate box. Because right. remember how the TV was... The, the screen was on the wall and the guts of the TV was in the sound bar. Yeah. So what they've done is they've taken that information, that feedback, and created a TV called the Gallery, which is... Basically, the wallpaper, but all the electronics is in it. And so rather than it right. being just a four millimeter screen on the wall, it's a two centimeter screen on the wall that's right. flush to the wall. Looks like a work of art. There's a picture on Tech Guide. I put a quarter next to the TV. It's the width of a quarter, like the across a quarter, so you hold it sideways. Yeah. It's, it's that wide and close to the wall. Here's so. how I describe it. Most people who, who are into TV or have looked at TV would have looked at the side of an OLED because it's this epic, yeah. you know, two to three millimeter thing. Yeah. But that's 50% of it. So if it, let's say it's 50 centimeters tall, which is more, but yep. 30 centimeters of this is two millimeters thin. But the other 20 centimeters is three or four centimeters thick. It's this fat thing at the yeah. bottom, which makes it still look beautiful. But what they've done is they've just taken all that three and four and they've spread it up spread like it a knife. Out. It's like putting your margarine on one <laughs> end of the butter and then of the toast spread it all and then out spreading the it out, that's right? That's it, yes. And, and, and it, so it's making a TV that's stuck straight to the wall. And, and it's, I got, said it's got a to flush you, mount to that. When, yeah. when we talked about this the other day, I said, but mate, I've got a Samsung on the wall and I don't think it sticks out more than two and a half centimetres. Yeah. Now, it's got a box under the under the in the entertainment unit and it's a single cable. There's some smart stuff there. But your, your point was, yeah, but this is an OLED. Yeah. Exactly Full stop, it. right? That's it. It's OLED, and that that's what gives it. That's what gives them that flexibility. They've also got the uh, the roll-up TV, which was announced last year, yeah. didn't come to market anywhere, yeah. and now they're thinking, well, this is the year it's going to hit the market. It did Same. come to market in one in in, well, a, in no, America, it did didn't it? Korea. No, it was supposed to be in oh, Korea, Korea right. and it wasn't even released in Korea. Wow. So this is the year it's gonna it's gonna hit the hit the market, and nothing different about it. The stand had an interesting configuration, though, where the, the, the TV rolls up out of the box. Mm. They had it on the stand. They called it the fountain, where they had some on the bottom and some that were rolling down, so they actually nearly met in the middle. It was quite a good thing. Go have a look at it on the stand. So that would be a good application for it. So imagine if, say, your bedroom or your lounge room, you want to have your TV, rather than having it on the ground, you can have it on the ceiling in the corner and the no, but even and better. rolls down. If if you want, if you're building a house today, like if I'm building, if I got millions and I'm building a house, I'm drawing every part of it right. <laughs> I, I'm making the the roof cavity big enough to fit that TV. 
I'm having it come out of the ceiling. Just uh-huh. yeah, nice. But uh, yeah, so they had that had 8K and the, you know they're they real, a lot real of 8K. And then this is an interesting thing well, too. The real you got 8K. 8K you got yeah. Samsung talking about joining an 8K certification group. Man, yeah, the, I'm telling you, the general public couldn't give a rest. I, I agree, but I think though the 8K customer would be maybe a little bit more distinguished. You'd hope so, right? And that's what else spending a bit more money, for. right? So an 8K TV, you're going to spend 10, 15 grand. What matters is in six months. Or if more. LG is still pushing that, because in six months they'll have put their magnifying glass up to the 2020 Samsung yeah. TVs. And what matters actually is, did Samsung change anything? This is true. We don't know. But it's, yeah, anyway. But let's talk about Samsung. I think that's yep. LG done. Uh, they've got some AI stuff, and I'm going to post a video on my on Tech Guide of a, a booth tour that you'll see. See, Samsung, I've got a lot to talk about, a lot of different things. But I've got to be honest, it's like when we are at Korea. I saw one thing, and it's all I wanted, the Infinity Screen. Yeah. Q950 TS or something yeah. like that is the yeah. model number. It's Beautiful. their, it's their yeah. top of the line. It's the 8K, isn't it? It's the top of the yeah. line 8K. Yep. So it ain't going to be cheap. But it's a precursor to the next few years of television. If you, if you look at it from, TS. from a design perspective, yep. Uh, look at your television today, folks. Infinity if you've got a white wall and you've got a white picture on, there's a black border around it. Now, on some TVs, it's a centimeter. Mm. On a Samsung at the moment, like I'm thinking of the Samsung I've got, which is a couple of years old, it's I don't know five mil. Mm. It's no drama. But when you see yeah. the Infinity display, and I love the fact they're using that term too, which they didn't tell us in Korea. Yeah, they did. Um, I wrote that in my story. Infinity. Infinity, yep. They, Re- I don't remember them referring to it oh, as I've that. got it in my story and in my notes, the, mate. The, using the same terminology as the mobile the, the phone, is yeah. smart. Yeah. Because the, the mobile people are spending money on marketing that too. Yeah. But that's exactly what it is. Like yeah. it, it looks great. And oh, a couple of people have said, who cares? Oh, here's the example I'll give you. Do you remember five years, six, no, probably ten years ago, when you watched a video on the internet, it always had a border around it. They actually, it, it was in a box. Letterbox, yeah. And then, like YouTube and others, had this way of just embedding videos, and so they just appear in a page. There's nothing around them. The video is, it, it literally sits in the page. That Your television screen just looks like it's sitting in the wall. Yeah. Like and, it, and it looks fantastic. But the other great feature about it is that the speakers are in the side of the TV. Mm. So not only are there no bezels, inside that edge probably behind the screen as well are the speakers yeah. so it's got a decent sound quality as well yeah. and and obviously that's 8K not, not, a, not, only, just, not only just speakers inside and behind but then they've got this thing called object tracking sound oh that's brilliant now this is similar to what Sony talked about with their acoustics uh, sound technology through their OLEDs a couple of years yeah. ago the idea is in, in Sony you kind of had two speakers and if something was happening on the left of the screen that speaker would amplify more yeah. similar with with, uh, with uh, Samsung it's probably there's more speakers though so there's more more zones for them to push yeah. the sound out, but essentially six, six speakers located on the edges of the. If screen. you've got a massive TV, yeah, and it would only the, work good if you've got a decent sized television. The actor is on the left hand side. Yeah, it's going to feel a bit like the sounds coming from the left. That's what it is. Yeah, absolutely, I think it's but pretty also cool. too, the, uh, what I like too is the the sensors that can improve based on your environment. So if it's a bright room, it can brighten things, darken things, and vice versa. And if it's noisy. It's even smart enough to focus on the voices, yep. so that it amplifies just the voices coming yeah, off the TV. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, what I also like too is the fact that you can now split screen. You can have your phone on. You can you can mirror your phone on one side. You can be have your phone have the screen. And that sounds crazy, but ten years ago it was not unusual to have picture in picture in a TV. You could watch two television channels at the same time. It was awesome. It's just disappeared from televisions today, don't you reckon? Absolutely. Picture in picture. Yeah. So think now, you're watching the test match, right? Test match is on. You go, oh, I'm gonna f- it's getting a bit boring because cricket is so boring. Um, I'm going to flick through my Instagram. 
you could mirror your phone up to the TV and the, and the, the cricket becomes, I don't know, uh, 60% of the screen yeah. and your mobile takes up the left-hand side and you can literally just flick through your Instagram on the screen. My favourite feature too, if you're a gamer, you can have a game on one on one side and the YouTube walkthrough of that level yeah. on the other side. Yeah. So you know how some people have, they look up the YouTube to see how they get through a level. Never they can it. have it. Yeah, I've done it. Please. But it's, it's very handy. Um, I've done it a few times. You know, of course, they've got their improved uh, menu system and uh, Alexa and Google on board. Bixby also there, but, you know, they're giving you... They're not really talking about it anymore. <laughs> they're giving you all that. But uh, very impressive. Very no, impressive. very good stuff. And then over at Hisense, a couple of key things. Firstly, this morning they announced their Trichroma Laser TV will yeah. be coming to Australia. That's nice. Now, Trichroma, you, you'd know this way better yeah, than I would, but projectors color. are basically... Yeah. Um, and, and the laser TV is a short throw projector. Okay, let's just everyone relax. I'm going to call it a projector for a while. Laser TV is what high <laughs> call it. Um, uh, projectors have a, a red and a blue light in them. Yeah. And laser. they use those lights, those lasers, in, in the sense of a laser projector, a laser, to combine together to make all the colors gamut. What high has been able to do is create a green light, and therefore they have a wider color gamut to work with. You'll get a more vibrant, more true life respective picture. It's very exciting. And the, the sizes they're going with like up to 150 inches. 150 well, inch you, you laser can, TV. You can project with, with having the, having that technology they've improved on it so to go from 100 to 150 they needed that extra colour to get to keep to maintain the they needed to be able quality. to have the knit, yeah. knit level but that is uh, that's so that, that that's awesome So yeah. th and that will come to Australia it'll be late in the year like it was last yeah. year but it's interesting Steve because mate we, we were we were both impressed with the laser TV but also there was a, there was the, the fallbacks which is the type well, of room and the whatnot. but yeah. they mate they wouldn't have made that decision today if they weren't selling. Absolutely right. No, the, the, I think there were some stats that were like the number one selling 100-inch TV in the market. Not that there's a few 100-inch TVs in the market, but oh. um, they, yeah. did, is the roll-up, did you see the roll-up laser TV? Did you see that one? No. With the, 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 the screen. So it's all one unit. Yeah. So the projector's built into this cabinet and oh, the screen yeah. comes up out of the yeah, cabinet. Yeah, nice. I no, doubt that'll come. Amazing, amazing. But, but the, the, the real benefit of Hisense this year will be their Hisense ULED XD. XD, yeah, I was just about talking about I that. Saw this at IFA. Cell. Yeah. I saw this at IFA. Um, I saw it here a year here ago. La yeah, here last year. Yeah. But I had a much better look at it at IFA. They had the similar display. Yep. Where essentially your LCD, your LED TV today has two main components. Three main components. A bit of glass. It has a backlight, which is the L. EDs, yep. and then it has an LCD display. The LCD display is what the picture appears on, and the lights from the LEDs shine yeah. through so that and back, give you the picture. Back one's monochrome, front, front one's... Well, no, 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 I'm talking about yeah. a normal TV. There's, oh, normal, there's okay, three so levels. Yeah. A piece yeah. of glass, there's an LCD, and there's LED to, to light through it. Yep. On the high sense, there's four. There's a piece of glass, then there's an LCD colour, oh, yeah, there's color. an LCD monochrome grayscale, yep. and then the LED lighting. And what that means is that... you. And do you remember that the first thing that I thought of when I saw this was the Huawei P8 or P9, whatever that one we went to Bali. Yeah. The dual, the dual camera, camera. Yeah. Leica yeah. smartphone because it was the same. It had RGB and monochrome. Yeah. And they talked about how having that RGB combination with monochrome meant they were able to get the, the textures and the contours better, right? So that's what's happening on this TV. ULED XD TV is going to have blacker blacks yeah, and but brighter the colours. Reason for that is because the black, the monochrome, which controls the blacks, also controls the backlight. That's so right. So you can block it, and it's so blocking the backlight. What it, what it, what it, what it, you know how they talk about dimming zones on a yeah. TV? What this effectively means is there will be two million dimming zones. Yeah. 
on the television. One for every pixel. So is that so what you can do? <laughs> that's the problem of normal LCD TV. That's the challenge: is that the backlight. It's hard to block it to create that true. It's black. quite frankly genius. Yeah, it's smart, and, and it, it'll be interesting to see how other companies respond to this because I'm sure they've patented the hell out of this thing. But it it is a in terms of I've all seen the this, things that really good. In terms of all the things that Samsung and others are doing it with QLEDs and quantum dots and nanos and all these things. Their, their goal is always mm. to maximise the blacks and maximise the colours independent of one another without, uh, you know, having a problem between each other. So if there's a line of colour and a line of black, you don't want the twain to meet. No. You want, don't want blur or glow. Exactly right. And, mate, now I'm assuming that it's going to go this way. They're going to have some 8K TVs. They're going to have some XD TVs. They're going to have some standard ULED TVs. I'm assuming that's the, the product lineup is ULED, mm. ULED XD, XD, and then 8K. 8K. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming. Yes, they will. We won't know that for a few months. No, we won't. All right. Well, we are here at live at CS episode 419.2. Uh, thanks for your company. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And without Netgear, without your Wi-Fi network, you've got nothing here at CS because your Wi-Fi network connects all the devices we're talking about. You know, to have that Samsung TV that mirrors your smartphone, to have all those things we've talked about, doesn't work without Wi-Fi in your home. So for strong, fast, reliable Wi-Fi, Netgear have got to be your go-to. Their Orbi range of smart mesh Wi-Fi system have for many years now been an absolute leader in my mind in the home Wi-Fi space. Even in the business space, you can get the Orbi Pro. If you run a cafe or a business, you can use the Orbi Pro to extend your Wi-Fi, stabilize your Wi-Fi, and also uh, give Wi-Fi to your customers. There's something for everyone at Netgear, and they should be the backbone of your home when it comes to connecting your devices. And you'll find them at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, there are also some announcements here, and not just about TVs, but also about phones. And the companies here, well, TCL, which is also the uh, the brand uh, that looks after Alcatel, yep. they, they've made some interesting announcements too uh, with their new range of phones. And remember, TCL's only just started making phones. and, and We had the Plex earlier uh, in 2019, which is their first foray into the smartphone market. But now, their 2020 range of products includes now their first 5G device. Yeah. So the TCL 10 5G, that's probably going to be mid-year release. Yep. But they've also got two other phones, the TCL 10 Pro and the TCL 10L. Now, I had a look at these today, and I've got to say, quality is amazing. Yeah, right. Pro is kind of your more narrower screen, sort of the, that 19 by 9 yeah. shape. Uh, doesn't have a fingerprint reader on the back because it's got an in-screen fingerprint reader. They're right. a little bit canny on the details because the official launch and the, all the all the specs are going to be announced at Barcelona. Yeah, they, they just wanted to be here, and mainly because yeah. the parent company, well, TCL's with, TV company they're big right. here. Yeah, um, but we, we're not going to really see see about this stuff for um, until till Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, I had a look at the, the TCL 10 Pro also, which is which is really nice. The, sorry, the, the 5G I looked at it's got a nice pattern on the back. The TCL 10L also really nice, and we're talking too quad camera system on every one of them yep uh, and I if I had a look at the fine print underneath the cameras yep the, there's going to be 64 megapixel and 48 megapixel in in the various models yep. as well so uh, y- your camera is sorted there and of course being a TCL phone it's got the next vision technology with yep. this proper display because as you know TCL's parent company well the company is uh, their their side company which is their display business supplies their screens as well. And now right. Alcatel also 
they, they uh, announced a few products as well and continue to demonstrate. I'm really impressed how the features are getting better, but the prices aren't getting higher. No. Very impressive with their, their new range. It's, you know what Alcatel is? It's kind of the story of how technology works overall. You know, technology is pioneered, and they might not always be first. But Jesus, it's also narrowing the time between a you know between a triple lens. Remember, fingerprint reader. It was it wasn't yeah. 18 months before it hit Alcatel, and that's that's yeah. just showing. And it's going to get better also because of the TCL pushing. Absolutely, flagship yeah. smartphones. Well, that's why they 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 can make these products at such a price because it's end to end. They make everything in house. That's that's why it keeps them cheap. But the 3L is a really nice device, and all of the new phones, by the way, including all the new One series, mm. all have triple lens camera systems. Wow. So they just see how the, the technology is filtering down, yeah. but they're not putting the price up. I think there's the three the three L with the new phone. I think that's going to be like 199 bucks. Yeah. Well, no. What the One V we hundred ninety nine. One of the One series is less than two hundred dollars. You look at the feature set on that. It, you'd, you'd expect to pay eight hundred bucks. Yeah. From other brands. So yep. yeah, they're, they're doing pretty well there. Very impressive stuff. We um we just came from Belkin. Um, and yeah, it's a funny one, Belkin, because I think most people, if you said Belkin, they'd say cables. Um, what do you think would be the first thing people think of, of Belkin? Wireless charges. Charges these yeah. days, wireless charges, yeah, things charges. like that. Yeah. The last year Cables at CS, yeah. they, they released the, or they, they showed us, and they released later in the year the uh, in ear buds yep. with lightning, and there's a pair with USB C connectors. And it was kind of this, this quick, we're going we're gonna to start doing sound. It was, yep. it was a weird thing because I'm like, oh, that's, mm. a bit, that's a whole new market. It's a departure. Yeah. Well, this year, they've got at least two things, three things that I've seen. There's a great speaker that you'll talk about the quality of that has wireless charging built in. Yep. There's an existing wireless charger that has a speaker built in, and they're, they're forecasting a, a, a set of wireless, fully wireless yeah. earbuds. earbuds. Now, those we don't know anything about because they were locked away in a cabinet, but they're on display, so they're clearly they're on, going they're into they're that space, stand. right? Yeah, on the stand. But that speaker, man, we're talking about a thing that kind of looks the size of an Apple HomePod, right? And they yeah. cut the top out of it, yeah. and there's a wireless charger in there. So Sitting you put your top. phone in, you're charging. Yep. But the quality of the audio... Oh, the amazing. Yeah, and, and they've partnered with the French company Devalier. So this Say is again? A, uh, Devalier. Devalier. They're a French company. Devalier. Been, I've, I've heard of them before. Like they've got a their famous speaker is called the Phantom, which is uh, it's a, like a four thousand dollar speaker, but just right. sounds phenomenal. They're they're very famous high end audio brand, um, and this is a, a kind of a, a best of both worlds scenario here, where you're getting the really good sound, you're getting really fast wireless charging as well. And we heard it. All, we heard them. Uh, the quality from them. And they said that they you can actually group you can pair them with together. Google Home yeah, yeah you can so actually you, have multiple you can just have a, them blasting all I've got to work out how to do that I've got a bunch of Google yeah, speakers exactly anyway. right so uh, look good sound it's going to be five nine nine five nine nine and look I think oh, here's my reaction that's to that. quality mate that's expensive that's my reaction yeah, but, but then I went hang on a minute you buy a wireless charger that's hundred and fifty bucks a good one yep. That's now built into a speaker, so I think there's a great value there. Well, what what, what this company brings, De- Devalier, is their technology. They've got, they got patented technology, including one which is what they call the push-push woofer. So you know how when there's... <laughs> Say it again. A push-push woofer. Say it woofer. again. Now, I've said it already. Now, the reason push, for this... Push-push-woofer. Push-push-push-woofer. They, they call it that because the two speakers, the woofers are opposing each other. So when they play a sound, the opposing air... Balances Cancels the other. out. Yeah. So for and that every way, action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. There you go. You did physics at school, did you? Mate, I've just I've read the internet. Okay. So what that does is not only stop the distortion, but also reduces the vibrations, so that your phone's not going to get knocked off kilter when it's wirelessly. Yeah. Charged. Because you think of an iPhone 11, not a Pro. 
It's sitting there. There's space for it to move side to side. Yeah. Or, and or up off the surface as yeah. well. And, yeah, and so it's not going to get knocked yeah. off the charge. It's going to be charging I, It's going to be charging no matter how much doof-doof there is. <laughs> yeah, I put my finger on the thing when they were doing the When your phone was on it, yeah. they p- pumped up the doof-doof, and you could hardly feel You could feel yeah. something, but it wasn't a massive vibration. The, um, the other one was It that. was a good vibration. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Get it? Beach Boys. Um, <laughs> the other one was the, the boost-up wireless charger. So pretty standard wireless charger. They've got us a circle with a bit of stand. But then when you turn it around, you go, oh, my God, there's a speaker speak behind on it. The back, yeah. So rather than just what, what was normally just a curved back, they've now just curved that out a bit further and put a speaker in. We heard it. Like, it's not the right. most amazing speaker in the world. But great. for what it is, so you sit yeah. on your desk, you can have your conference calls, yeah, or you smart. can just have your music playing nicely sitting at your desk. Very smart. This is a totally new area for Belkin and good on them partnering. Yeah. And we don't know anything about that that set of uh, in-ear buds, but yeah. I, it's very exciting that a company like Belkin can we say the would price push or? into that space. Oh, is that I don't, I don't know what we could say. Okay. Let's say nothing. All right. They're, they're very affordable. When you say nothing at all. <laughs> Is that a song? That's, That's a, a song. song. That's a song lyric. Yep. All right. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech live from Las Vegas. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And Two Blokes is supported by our good mates at Uniden. And the Uniden AppCam Solo PT is available now. It's in stores. The pan and tilt camera, the first wireless weatherproof camera that can fully pan and tilt. So pan through 355 degrees, tilt 140 degrees, and give you virtually the coverage of two security cameras, and you can cover that with one. Also comes with a solar panel, so you can set this up and not have to worry about charging any batteries. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it comes with all the features we come to expect from Unity, including thermosense, so you're not getting any of those false notifications, two-way audio, full HD recording. It's, of course, weatherproof, as, as I've mentioned. You can remotely view the camera from the app as well. So the AppCam Solo PT, PT stands for pan and tilt, if you haven't worked that out. Check it out at uniden.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm just about to head down and see JBL, but one of the things they announced for a press release uh, in the last couple of days was a push into gaming. They've got a a new range called Quantum. Uh, They call it JBL's Quantum Sound Signature Tech. Basically, like gaming's massive. You think of all the companies in that space, Turtle Beach, Plantronics, I mean, there's so many in that space. Crowded. It's kind of smart, isn't it? JBL, renowned sound brand. Absolutely. If you say to someone... Who's not a mass... Like, if you're a nerd gamer, you know Turtle Beach, you know yeah. all those other companies, right? Razor yeah. and stuff, yeah. right? But if you say to someone who yeah. loves their Xbox, loves their PlayStation, loves their PC gaming, uh, but not to the point where they've bought, bought all the accessories, and you go, let's have a look at a headset. Or do you want a JBL or a Turtle Beach? I'm going to go JBL yeah. every day of the week. Well, Sennheiser did this too, remember? Sennheiser right. got a gaming headset. So, look, I just think it's a... I think it's a smart move too for, a, for a brand like that. Absolutely, I've got to be honest; they look really nice too. I mean, they're um, they're a sweet make, looking. JBL make a nice. Did, did they contribute to the EFTM CES fund? No, they, they're or? just really good people. They contribute regularly to, to okay. the EFTM uh, advertising budget. Um, that it's the shine on the on the outside, yep. combined with the matte logo. That I just think I just think they've done a good job of design. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah really cool. So if you're a gamer, um, that'll be interesting to see how that pans out over the year ahead with that range. Uh, hitting Australia. So um, what about Mercedes-Benz? They had their keynote yesterday with James Cameron. Was yeah. Like, that's a bit... And they called, I think, was it the AVTR avatar? Which yeah, is, that, is no, been, no. Not allowed to call it the Mercedes-Benz Vision a- avatar. Why not? That is not what it's called. What's it called? So I'm sitting in it yesterday doing this piece of camera, and I said, you know, if that... Uh, the Mercedes-Benz Vision avatar, and some woman, I could see it go like this, and I went, I'll stop. 
Was that wrong? She goes, it's just AVTR. And they're going on about how big their partnership is with Avatar. And I just looked at them all. There's like 10 people there from Mercedes and stuff. And I just went, really good partnership. You can't use the name. <laughs> <laughs> like five or six of them laughed because yeah, it's like, that's yeah. probably true. So yeah. it's called the Mercedes-Benz Vision AVTR. Which is short for Avatar. Right. It's a <laughs> partnership between the Avatar film uh, series and Mercedes. The next Avatar doesn't come out until December in, 2021. In the next year, yeah. There's four other ones to come. Yeah. Like, they're making them at the same time. They're, they're really... It's been 10 years since the other one, by so, the way. Yeah, yeah, they've really gone hard on hoping that... Like, I get the Have reason... Yeah, I saw the original. Okay. In 3D. Nice. I get that the uh, the star... I get why they do Star Wars now, right? Because it's big, it's massive, it's popular. I get that Avatar was massive and the biggest movie of all time for some 10 years. But... Yeah. It's a big call to say the second one's just going to work. Well, so, to, so to commit to four is amazing to me. Well, but anyway. It will work. James Cameron's a genius. Okay. I'll put that out there. All right. And no. I've, I've, fun fact, I've interviewed him. I've met him and interviewed him one time. I'm sure. He's a yeah, lovely man. Lovely fellow. We keep in touch, James. The car that is behind that black wall over there, Stephen, yep. at the Mercedes stand, yep. is beautiful. I've seen a lot of concept cars, but this thing's crazy. You sit in it, your heartbeat, you can feel your heartbeat oh. in, the, in the chair. You put your hand on the centre console, it comes to life. Beautiful. That's what happens when I sit in my Tesla every time, mate. It's I feel, epic, my, heart, I feel my heart beating. <laughs> yeah, well, you just wait. If you what? have a look, you'll you'll absolutely love what it. What about your mate Carl talking about Uber on the Today Show? Yeah, it didn't go well. Yeah. Um, so Uber <laughs> have you know we we I went to Washington earlier in the year, so they announced Melbourne's going to be part of Uber Air, the Elevate thing. Here, remember last year the big Bell helicopter? Yes, yes. thing. I hit my head on it getting in. I think right. I damaged it. So I assumed that they were going to announce here that that's going to be officially an Uber Air. Nah, Hyundai. Hyundai. Who do you go to to build an aircraft? Hyundai. Hyundai. Really? Yeah. So that's their Do you partner. know why? Mass production. Yeah, right. Because Hyundai know how to mass produce. And, and Uber want mass production of this vehicle so that they can get it cheaper, which means cheaper Uber rides. So but maybe, I reckon Bell might have been in, there may be their... They're still uh, their, working with their Bell. Their quote might have been too high. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Bell's still going to make them. They're still going to use yeah. them. Well, that's, but their, that's their Hyundai, Hyundai, I think, will be the, the long-term... What did Uber say? Just look, thing. mate, she'll be right. Just put wings on your cars. We'll be right. Yeah, I'm a bit Is worried that about that. Said? Like, do you want to be the first person to ride in a flying Hyundai? Uh, no. That's a no from me. No, okay. Two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Union. We come back tomorrow and yeah. do it all again with a whole bunch of other stories. Stephen, farewell. farewell. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And you too. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.